up all the good bits for the Stab Abby and Osha catch-up. With Zambrero's new power burrito being gluten-free, you won't need to cut anything out. We are, as a country, doing very well in some regards, terribly in others. We are 27th in the world behind other countries in grade 4 maths. I mean, we're behind Russia. We're behind Norway. We're behind Kazakhstan. 27th on the list. Why do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because there's free water and clean, secure places to live everywhere. Yeah, but like, why do you think we're getting worse and worse at maths? Because school? we don't have to try. Because our our society looks after us all so well. We're not having to. We don't have to surge and like urge ourselves forward. Right, right. We're like, oh no, everything's fine. It's fine. I get a pension. Everything's cool. Huh. Maybe. I mean, that's just my completely uneducated Maybe bring guess. competition back in, you know? Like, I'm always like sports day. Not everyone wins a prize. Maybe it's a case with oh, I, as Oh, well. absolutely. I agree. Competition. And that's exactly what we're going to do right now. I'm terrified. <laughs> we're going to quiz you. You said that this is all about year four maths, yep. which is around about eight to nine-year-olds. And we do have Alice, who's nine. Good morning, Alice. Good morning. Are you I- on school holidays already? Pardon? Are you on school holidays yet? No, I'm having a day off. For to practice this. your maths. <laughs> Great. Perfect, Alice. Okay, here we go. Good luck, Alice. Now, you're, you're going to go Osha. up against Osha with maths questions. Your, uh, your your name is your buzzer, okay, Alice? Okay. All right, All right Alice, you're, you're in grade four. Uh, yeah. I am way, way, way <laughs> older than you. Uh, I've finished high school. I failed maths. You're probably going to win this, Alice. Okay. All Just right. a quick check before we get going. You're not from Kazakhstan, are you, Alice? Pardon? Doesn't matter. Doesn't Good. Matter. Here okay, we go. Here we go. No. So, the first question. Yeah. Casey bought a card for $2 oh, man. and two balls costing $5 each. How much did she spend? Oh, sure. Alice. Oh, that was close. Oh. $12. Well done, You know what? Alice. You get the point. <laughs> yeah. You get the Is point, that what Alice. you were going to say? No, she, she won it. You get the point <laughs> for your moxie. Okay. Well done. Right. Try again. Okay, okay. Alice, you want, how many were you doing? Best of three, best of five? Well, I've only got three questions, okay. so All best right. of three. Alice okay. is going to lead. Okay. okay. What is 31 times nine? Uh, uh, 31 uh, 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 times uh, nine. Uh, 279. Osher. Osher. Osher, you're correct. Oh, oh my God, yes. Check out the brains on Brad. All right. I'm, 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 de- I'm declaring victory over a okay. nine-year-old girl. This is a decider. Oh, Good, Good luck, Alice. Alice. Here we go. <clears throat> hey, Osha, just think okay. about it. Okay. <laughs> John had four bags of 15 cards. He met a friend and he gave them 10 cards. How many does he have now? Alice. Oh, Alice. I was still working that out. How many cards, Alice? 50. Yes! yes! Alice! Alice! Well done. Give her a prize, Osh. Uh, you win. <laughs> you win something awesome, but I don't know what it well, is you yet. We'll decide, all right? Well Al- done, Alice. Oh my... Well done, Alice. All right, so... See, we're doing all right at maths. Look at out there. And look how many girls and boy, uh, and little boys called up. So it's perfect. We're doing well. Uh, well You're not, but I'm they doing are. terribly. Yeah. <laughs> Stabbin Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Now, I don't want to pay someone out for trying to do the right thing, but I'm going to. Because <laughs> <laughs> a Sunshine Coast man was just trying to be a good Samaritan and he was walking along the beach mm-hmm. and he stumbled upon something and he thought to himself, I think I need to take this to the polis, the popo, the thin blue line. The, the police, police, yeah. Yeah. So he thought he'd come across some sort of evidence. Yes, he thought he'd come across some evidence. He thought he'd come across uh, an implant 
from uh, a breast implant um, that he thought maybe someone had drowned and their body had decomposed. I mean, this would more happen oh, on the Gold goodness. Coast than the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, it's true. But, you know, but it was on the Sunny Coast. How could anyone lose a breast implant? No, 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 no. no. So they're dead. Yeah, but that's even worse. That's what so he, he thought. Presumed... So, no, he thought that wow, someone had drowned okay. maybe a long time ago. Their body wow. decomposed and over time the implant had, had... freed itself from, yes, the, from okay. the body and washed upon the shore. So he thought he'd better take it to the police. He bagged it and tagged it yeah. and took it to the police station. It's always weird when they say, like, would you like this item back if it's not claimed? He's, he's, hold, he's just waiting <laughs> six months. So he's this waiting. is a bit odd already, but mm. then he fronts up to the police station. Mm. What happens? Well, they uh, they said, thank you so much. Uh, that's lovely. Uh, and they checked it out. Yeah, because they normally have serial numbers on them. Do they now? Yeah, they've got serial numbers. Oh, there you go. Mm. This one didn't oh. because it wasn't a breast implant. No. No. It was a jellyfish. Huh. <laughs> he thought the he thought a jellyfish was a fake breast. Is so. that? Is, mm-hmm. My friends have had mm-hmm. um, breast implants. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie; mm-hmm. they've asked if I want to. Like they're very different feeling, aren't they? Yeah, oh, you do see those clear circular jellyfish from time to time that could be mistaken for, especially one that had spent so much time in the water. What about so it? Was it, yeah. I'm guessing it was dead. <laughs> well, it was dead by the time he took oh, it to the no. police station. Like he went to solve a murder, he ended up committing one. And the other thing is, <laughs> he, he handed in a boob and ended up looking like a tit. <laughs> Stabbing Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. So, producer Peter and I uh, were sharing stories in the kitchen this morning. And I just want to run something past you guys. Yeah. Are you guys aware of the outreach program? Uh, um, maybe it's a term that my friends and I and a lot of girls will refer to when guys do something that's completely obvious. And I don't think you guys are aware of how obvious it is. Uh, Stab was talking about ninjas before. I'm pretty sure I am a ninja (laughs) and that no one is ever able to pick my motivations. Who's talking? Really? (laughs) Who's talking? See, I am going back to Adelaide for Christmas and I got a Facebook message yesterday from a guy that I haven't spoken to since we broke up, maybe around about oh, 15 years ago. That's a long time. Long time ago. And he was like, hey, how you going? You come back to Adelaide. We should catch up for a coffee. And it's like, are you serious? Like that obviously just means that you've broken up with your partner. Yeah. Like it's so obvious. But every time like a guy breaks up with someone, they kind of go, oh, I'll just catch up with old friends and just like send a message and don't realize how obvious it is. You haven't spoken to this person in 15 years. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, do you want to go for a coffee? And then you go to his Facebook. They're your Facebook friends? Yeah. But then you go back to, like we used to go out, but then you go back to his Facebook and you realize that his status has just changed, that Ah. he's just broken up. Right. Does he, he has Facebook. So clearly he's unable to go to your Facebook and see, this is my husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't think guys care. I think it's just an attention thing. It's not like, oh, hey, I'd hook up with him. It's just like, oh, wait a minute. I've cut off with every single person I know in a relationship mm. and then all of a sudden you break up and you're just like, Hey, mm. how are you going? Well I know what that I know what that feels like. Like I I've people when you are in a relationship, you sometimes have to put a lot of effort into the relationship and you end up um, focusing on mm. in, in between the two of you and you, you can neglect old friendships. Um, whether, you know, hook <laughs> I want to say hooking back up, whether um, getting back in touch with someone that you used to be rather intimate with mm. is okay up to 15 years. I don't think so. But you guys do that with friends as well. When you get into a new relationship, it's like you just cut off from your guy friends as well. Uh, no, I've just uh, grabbed a whole new bunch of friends. You should be very proud of me. And I'm still seeing all my other friends. They don't Good know about the new friends. <laughs> Good for you talking to new people. That's I've got exciting. Like a, a new rotor of like six. I wow. love you all. What's Eddie. It? 
Greg, you know who you are. Kim, it, it is odd as as a guy. Once Mel, you, certainly once kids once kids come along, <laughs> and I I certainly found this with Gigi in my life. I mean, I to be at home with Audrey and Gigi is better than any time I could ever spend with anyone else ever. Mm. All right, really, there's yeah. nothing as fun as being home with those two. Mm. And and so when blokes go like, "Hey, we're just gonna go," I mean, they don't do not invite me down the pub anymore. Mm. But when they say, "Oh, we're all gonna go check out," I don't know. So they say, "Arrival, do you want to come to the movies?" Mm. No, I'm at home dancing in the living room with a 12 year old, and it's awesome. Yeah, uh, so that, that yeah. wears off. Uh, so the um, <laughs> the big question, I guess, then, Abs, is uh, where are you meeting this dude? Oh no, <laughs> I said no. <laughs> Gavin Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. Right now, we are doing Stranger Things. Sit back, relax, and get freaked out with other people's stories on 131060. And we're talking specifically Stranger Things you've seen on the road because we are taking a road trip. And when we start it, we'll, oh, it'll be probably light, but it'll be dawnish because we're hitting the road right, at it's 6. Queensland. There's no daylight saving. The yeah, sun yeah. comes up at 10 to 5. You're it's going to be pitch, normally at five. pitch dark. So we okay. might see some really freaky stuff. We've got darkest legal tint we, on the bus. That's we won't, look dark. but okay. We might. Marlene in Bean Lee, what's your Stranger Things story from the road? Hi, guys. Hey. How are you going? Good. Okay, I'll put my creepy voice okay. on there. <laughs> yes. Do. Do, hun. Um, also sexy, but let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thanks. Um, I'm single, by the way. Um, so, Good to know. Um, when, I was, <laughs> when I was married, uh, we were driving down uh, from a date night. We were going back home to Ormo. So we were like the only car on the freeway, which was weird enough. But anyway, so this guy, we see this guy just like crossing the freeway. And we're like, what the hell is he doing crossing the freeway? And we slow down. Mm. He got right near the car. Yeah. I could see he had blue eyes. Uh-huh. He kept walking. And then when I looked in the rearview mirror and my husband looked around, he was gone. What? Oh. And then all of a sudden, all the traffic started flowing again. And it was wow. really weird. I can't believe you could see his eye colour. I know. Because we, we got home and we're like saying to his parents, oh my God, we saw this guy. And I swear to God, he had blue eyes. We wow. could see him. He was that close to the car. Wow. That was a sexy story, Marlene, but I think that was Abby's fault. Is uh, <laughs> a blue eyes a characteristic you look for in, in, in your dating life, Marlene? Um, actually, I don't mind. Yeah. Don't mind? <laughs> and I voted for you, um, Osha, so I hope you win that gold Logie. Oh, yeah. thank oh, you. Marlene. That would be definitely the most strange thing to happen on the night. <laughs> trying, trying to win uh, an award that Scott Cam is up for. Who was on a Channel Nine show mm. on an awards run by it's all political. A, okay, this is not a, a your Channel Nine magazine okay. Uh, okay. Right. in a Channel Nine venue right. on a Channel Nine show. Sure. Moving TV on, Keith. Week, go and vote. <laughs> got it. Yeah. <laughs> Stranger Things on the road. We got Keith. Hopefully not the one from the block uh, out there in Jimboomba. <laughs> Keith, what's a weird thing you've seen, mate? Alrighty. So a couple of weeks ago, I was driving home on a Wednesday night. It was probably near nine thirty ish. Coming home from like. Kenunga away towards Jimboomba. Mm-hmm. Spooky, right? And um, mm. <laughs> as I'm going along, it's night time, obviously. Yeah. I see a pair of taillights pull out kind of in front of me, about 50, pe- uh, 50 metres up. Ghost car. Yeah. And um, as we get around the corner, I come around the corner for the thing, it's very slight bend, oh. and the taillights have just disappeared. There's no car whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a bit weird, so I kept driving along looking, because uh, there's a lot of property around, looking around, nothing around anywhere. And next second... This tree just shakes a little bit, like something just drove past it. Oh, wow. And there's no wind at all that night. But that was, that was it. It just wow. gave me the heebie-jeebies. It wow. gave you the heebie-jeebies. And there's no, like, roads all that they could have passed, <laughs> like, turned on to. 
No, no roads, just uh, driveways and property. Yeah, but you would have seen it because it's so dark. Wow. Ghost cars yeah. are Ghost. a legit phenomenon. They happen all the time. So are the heebie-jeebies. Oh, yeah. the heebie-jeebies. should see a doctor about that. Yeah, I saw them live in concert. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Well, that's given Thanks, us the... Uh, you've given us the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, Keith, especially when it's recent. Mm. As well, yeah, mm. and yeah, it's just over there, and it's on so the way that we're away. going too. Yeah. We're, we're, should we should we go past Ormo? Oh, we're going down to um, uh, where all your cane fields are. Mm. Yeah, we should go down there on the way through. Guess how high to the digger? The di- oh yeah, the yeah, digger. To, remember the three I used to go past the digger? Mm. Doesn't anymore. We are well off topic. So off topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred and Five. You may not realise this because I've been really subtle about it, kind of like the time I went to New York and didn't mention it did much. You go to New but York? yeah, I did. I went to New York. <laughs> okay uh, but I'm a huge Adele fan. What? Like I've just, oh, no, I just right. learn more and more about you every day. So good. I've just always loved her to bits yeah. and been waiting for her to come to Australia. Finally, it was announced, and I just went. <gasps> Oh, my God. And we took, well, and I say we, I mean Stav, took this uh, and went, you know what, we can do something with this and had organised the entire team to be in on, I'm going to have to say, a conspiracy, uh, that Abby was, oh, can you just come into the studio at uh, five minutes to ten, when the tickets are going on sale at ten, can you come into the studio at five minutes to ten and just uh, say a quick word? And she went into the uh, studio, Stav had already removed the door the door handle from the inside, whipped her phone off her, and then Abby realised she could no longer buy tickets. Um, yeah, what do we say? No, no, no! No! <laughs> no, that's so not funny! I did <laughs> I seriously really, really want to go to this gig! I feel like I'm in love with her! This is really weird, guys! It's like cruel! It's like hey. in a f***ing zoo! <laughs> And I handled it pretty well. Pretty well. Um, so <laughs> yeah. that's fine. But the thing is, the twist was that I did actually have tickets. You're welcome. To take an Adele squad. And people have been registering. And I'm so excited about the people oh, that we are going it's with. It's going to be great. Because they're true Adele fans. Yes, they're wearing shirts that spell out a name. Someone's uh, taking the E. Two people are taking the E. Someone's all over the D. And uh, we got someone just backing up with an L. Yeah. But we need the love heart. Because the thing is, I was promised that I would get two tickets. Mm. And for anyone that doesn't realise, the hardest working people, on the show is not actually us. It's our producers, yeah, our beautiful producers. Mm. And mm. our current producer is uh, producer Peter. I almost forgot your name. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. She loves you. Yeah, you. She's one of your very good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah we are oh, friends. Yeah. And I have an extra ticket to take. And I was like, well, producer Peter, she works so hard. Mm. She's a new Adele fan. She wasn't as dedicated. Before but, she met you, before she was yeah. indoctrinated? Yeah. But there was someone who I didn't tell you guys about that I was supposed to buy tickets for, okay? Mm. I had been in chats with him. We talked about Adele nonstop mm. when we were doing the show together, mm. and that is our old producer, Tim, who's now in Melbourne. Morning, Tim. This is stupid. <laughs> So, Tim, I know that you and I are Adele fans and we were always supposed to go to the gig together. You know that I wanted to buy tickets. I was locked in the room. Uh, what, sorry, where did Peter's fandom come from? She oh, please, come on. I know, right. But that's you why. You can't even see the stage. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I She's thought... short. If you're playing along at home. <laughs> She's tiny. I thought that we would do a little bit of an Adele quiz to see who is going to be the love heart. You know, wearing the T-shirt with the love heart for the Dell squad, okay? And the, whoever wins this is coming along with me. Okay. Right, you right. guys ready? No. Yay! <laughs> a little 
notification. I'm going to lose this, okay. and yep. I'm going to cry, and Dav is going to overtake it because he locked her in the door. He did your little wacky little stunt. <laughs> go, go, going through a tunnel, mate. Can't hear you. Okay, now your, your, names, your names are your buzzers. Uh, so as soon as you think you know the answer, yell out your name, and uh, we'll see how we go. Okay, you ready, guys? Okay, here we go. Good luck. Mm-hmm. May the, the best Adele, Adele fan win. Mm-hmm. On Adele's birth certificate, there is a colour in her name. Peter. Oh. Oh, oh God. Blue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Peter's no. one. One score oh, for Peter, no. Timmy. Look okay. at the Wikipedia page, haven't they? <laughs> 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 you know it. <laughs> Tim, you're sounding a little bit bitter and defeated already, okay? Come you're on, in Tim. this, all right? I realised we could buzz before the question was asked. Of course. Uh, you can blame the... Don't, don't hate there the game. No hate rules, the player, see? mate. Okay. Yeah. All right. There There's no, no rules. rules. Okay. Come on, Tim. I'm rooting for you. Recently, in a concert... Adele got attacked by a bat in Mexico. What is it, currency in Mexico? Blue. Not Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim. Tim. It is the peso. Hey, the peso. well done. All right, okay. okay. It's you ready? tiebreaker. I'm just oh, going to throw this back in there just to remind everyone. Names are your buzzers. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Blue. Unless your name's Tim Blue. Okay. Okay, which opens up a whole new door. Okay, okay. here we go. All right. Oh, last one. Last one. This is the decider. Okay. Yeah. Calm down. God, now I'm really nervous. Here we go, guys. For the the last Adele tickets to go on the Adele squad. You can do it, Peter. You can do it. Here we go. Adele attended the prestige... Oh, shivers. Yep, Tim. What's the full name? With Leona Lewis, Jesse J. Oh, Oh. yes! (laughs) Tim has taken (laughs) it! Tim. Oh, and he's not here, so this is awkward oh, for us no. for the rest of the day. Timmy, Timmy book your flight to coming to Adele. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a real fan, Peter, you would have known that. Oh, oh. 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 Blue Tim, you I are on you your way to Adele. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations, Tim. For the first <laughs> time ever, Adele, she is live in Australia. Wow. The Gabba, it happens the 4th and 5th of March. You can still get tickets for the second show, ticketmaster.com.au. Sorry, Peter. Stephen Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. I often tell young Gigi, my uh, soon-to-be official stepdaughter, that, well, she asked me why this happens and why that happens. I said, well, that's because boys aren't very smart, Gigi. I'm trying to tell her early on that men are just generally... So you're trying to brainwash her into never having a boyfriend? Not brainwash her. No, no, no. She's more than welcome to have a boyfriend. Just pick a smart one. Okay. Um, because this... I do like to point this out every now and again. There's some not very smart men out there, and, and this is a tricky one because mm. it's, it's a, it's a very, very high-profile case that we did talk about a lot on this show. Gable Totsi, he's the man who was acquitted of uh, the murder and manslaughter of uh, Warina Wright, mm. who uh, fell from the Gold Coast balcony back in October. That, was, that court case happened. Now, in an effort to start things in you, Gable's moved to New Zealand, apparently on a one-way ticket, and he's going to change his name. Okay. And you think, well... It's a very tough time for everyone involved. Mm. Uh, it's very emotional for everyone. It allows you to start a new life, start a new. Probably the best thing. Mm. Apparently not. Oh. Uh, if this report is true, he's joined a Facebook group set up to discuss the case. Oh, yeah. Using, using yeah. his new name, no. Eric Thomas. So he's come out and said, no, it's actually me. I changed my name, everybody. Mm. Uh, he's hosted an informal Q&A. Surely it's not him. Uh, he has to be a troll. Because who in your right mind would just go, oh, I'm going to go on and go through the case again? Apparently it's him. Apparently he's not, not only is he uh, identifying himself, he's also justifying himself. Mm. He's answering questions. He's defending himself. He's responding to a- angry people. He's opening himself up to all kinds of criminal. Now, it's not no secret. He went through something horrible. Mm. Mm. People are still grieving. People mm. who have watched way too much CSI are making their own assumptions about what what went on. That's true. And the young woman's family is probably trying to put this 
under yeah. the put, yeah. put this and behind him as well. it's such a tragic yeah. case. And he, oh. she's from New Zealand, and now he's gone to live in New Zealand mm. as well. It's all like, ugh. And because of this, Gable, or Eric, or, you know, as a man who's changed his name, I'm going to call you Eric, mm. out of respect. Um, I've, I think this week, you're the man that I'm going to say, Whoa. not a very smart man, mate. He's not a smart man. Not at all. No. Not at all. Just don't get on the internet. No. Yeah. Buy yourself think, a brick phone. Yeah. Yes. Get I on with it. I think he might need professional help. I think he might. Yeah. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of professional help. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a smart man. Not a smart. Get off Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just don't go on Facebook at all. No. Not a smart man at all, mate. Not, not a smart, smart man at all. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Guys, I was at uh, down the shops last night doing my grocery shopping, and I have a, uh, I have a have a confession, have a confession to make. Um, I might need the confession booth. Do we still have it? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Safe space. Okay. So last night, mm. well, let me just preface this. I, I wander around this One world. One second. Uh, hello. Uh, oh, hi. My name is Osher. And how long has oh, it been since your last oh, confession? I'll take a oh, seat. Crikey. Mm. Sometime in 1986, I think. Before you did it. Wow. Yeah. I hadn't really done anything. I used to make, I used to I make swore stuff at up. I my mom. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, if yeah. I only knew the things I'd eventually get up to. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Off you go. Uh, I have a confession, uh, mm-hmm. Father Stav and, and Mother Abby. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wander around. I generally try and be a man amongst men, a worker amongst workers. I try to just, you know keep my ego in check. My ego used to get me in a lot of trouble. Mm. It's hard because my life is governed by an interesting thing called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which is the thing that makes you believe you're a better driver than everybody else. The things that makes you believe you're better than other people. But, you know, Audrey, who sits in the passenger seat, will definitely attest to that. I'm not. Well, that's her Dunning-Kruger effect. Well, I'm, I'm a terrible driver. Okay. Last night at the supermarket, I did something I'm quite ashamed of. I'm, I'm a terrible person. I'm a really terrible person. Did you eat some grapes? No. That you're allowed. You're just testing them to see whether you're going to buy the really expensive ones. Yeah. You're allowed to do that. So when you try open it. the strawberries, you get in trouble. Yeah, try it with a watermelon. I was, yeah. at my, <laughs> I was at my supermarket and for some reason the fruits and veggies are 25 miles away from oh. the yogurt. So oh. I had to like tra- I do the transatlantic crossing to get to the yogurt. Mm. And as I walked past these people, my brain, before I even knew it, my brain had instantly judged them mm. based on what was in their trolley. I felt so horrible. The little devil on my shoulder went, oh, look at them. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And what I, do you mean they had like? 10 litres of Coke, five oh, packets of okay. oven ready, just throw it in the oven meals and about, a, I don't know, a metric bucket of ice cream. And were they healthy to look at? That's an interesting way to question. That's a very interesting question. I would say no. Oh, right. Okay. So they were fat. I'm not going to say that out loud. Okay. I will. It's my job on the right, show. Okay. <laughs> and you just I try to be an accepting person. Yeah, but mm. judging judging's normal though. It's survival instincts. We like you you have to judge people. It's what you do after that. You need to actually correct yourself. And to be honest, you've got to depersonalize it. People judge it because they think that it's a representation of what they're doing. It's got nothing to do with you. I Normally, know. The priest doesn't talk this much in confession. Do oh, well, sorry. Well, as if I'd make it into the priesthood. Well, for many uh, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I've, I, no. I, I don't know how. He's played the song. Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, I wasn't finished. <laughs> Keep going. Go back. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, of course. <laughs> the weekend can wait. Yeah. They might be having a party. I don't know. Yes, yes. They might be having a party. They might be having a party. That they need all that Coca-Cola and frozen meals for. Mm. They might be cleaning their coin collection because Coca-Cola is very good for that. True. Um, I don't I, I don't know. What can I do about this, Abby? Depersonalise it. It's got nothing to do with you. 
I think people always think, oh, like, I don't do know. Do you do it? I don't anymore, no, because you've got to be perfect to be able to do that, and I'm far from that. I do it no. all the time. <laughs> Honestly, it's normal to judge other people. It's just what you do. Like, I think it, and it takes practice to stop yourself doing it. Right. Yeah. Maybe they were doing the Mentos challenge. <laughs> <laughs> then why did they have so much ice cream? To celebrate after. <laughs> Here we go, it's the weekend. Hey. Oh, hey. Here we go. Abbey now with Osha on Hit 105. We're talking about the things that shouldn't have gone on a road trip because we are going on a road trip to Byron Bay. Mm-hmm. Friday. Just, yep, setting the ground rule now that we don't bring anything back with us. What about they the listeners? <laughs> yeah, we're taking people. We've got to give them a ride home. We I can't see what just drop yeah. them off and just, say good yeah. luck. Yeah. No, no. No one who picks up hitchhikers anymore. I, I won't pack a bag then because I've got to leave it there. Sharon. Love that shirt. In North Lakes. Did you yes. want, hey, how hey you Sharon. Help me out. Hey, good. What shouldn't have come on the road trip, Shaz? Uh, family holiday, car trip up to the beach. Wonderful, like seven of us in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, my six-year-old wanted to bring home some hermit crap. Ah, uh, the cussy cussy. And yes. uh, we we went, no, no, you can't do that, darling. They belong at the beach. Yeah. So he was disappointed, but he swallowed it until uh, the next morning. Uh, we all got back out to the car after being at the caravan park for the night. Found a funny smell in the car. No. He snuck a couple in his pocket, left them in the car overnight. Oh, no. They, yeah, they yeah, were. They, they, just, they yeah. died. They died. Don't put your foot around it. They died. Yeah, yeah they yeah. died. Smell. You yeah, just, not you, pretty. He was devastated. You, so. you, just, you just reminded me, Sharon. Does anyone remember the penguin? The penguin. Well, let's find out. Thirteen ten sixty. I've ruined something there. We got uh, <laughs> Megan and Morayfield. Forget I said anything. Megan and Morayfield. What shouldn't have come on the road trip with you? My dad took our family cat to the dump. What? What? The dump? What do you mean? He had a trailer loaded up with old couches to offload at the dump and didn't realise that the cat was in there having a snooze. Oh. Oh. Did the cat come back? Yes. It took off when he was there and it went under the big bin with full of the paint tins and he had to go and fetch her out and pull her out when she was covered in paint and chuck her in the car. Imagine the people that didn't know that story. That man is a monster. (laughs) (laughs) It happened over a year ago and he was only cleaning his car out yesterday and he still finds paint to this day. Oh, really? So the the cat's got, there's all the paints dripping and your dad, I love that you have not just one couch, but there's so many couches that mm. you require a trip to the tip. Mm-hmm. Well, he was, t- he was getting rid of his old couches out of his bar room, so he got some new ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And now we'll go to Ebony and Moggle, and I don't have any idea what story Ebony is going to have for us. It's going to be mind-blowing. Ebony, what shouldn't have come on the road trip, Ebony? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Um, First of all, jealous of this road trip. Secondly, um, my mother-in-law, she's a high school teacher, so at the end of the year, um, the kids get to go on an excursion up to SeaWorld, so they leave at 4 a.m., head up. On their way back, um, they did their usual stop at Ballina Road, stop with the Maccas. They hopped out. There was another school bus there. Um, The teachers were looking quite frantic, so she went over and asked if she could help out. Um, They were from a local special school, and um, the teacher said, oh, this boy, he got back on the bus. He was being really strange. He wouldn't put his bag underneath the bus. Um, He's being really agitated. Um, He had his bag like on his lap, would not let anyone sit near him, touch it. And by the time they got to Ballina, they're like, come on, guys, this is enough. We need to get this bag off him. And when they grabbed it off him, it was actually moving. So they opened it up, and there was a penguin in there. Oh, and Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> dead set, stole the penguin from SeaWorld. Wow. Oh. Alice, his dad remembers the story. What did they do with it after? 
So like, I mean, did they, they rush it back or did they have to come well, pick it up? They had to go. They called them up and they said, look, you know, strange conversation to have. We had mm. your penguin. Um, <laughs> and they ended up having to leave it at Macca's. Um, and someone from SeaWorld had to drive down and come and pick up the wow. penguin for Macca's. So wow. Did they just feed it, fill it a fish until yeah. it was ready yeah. to yeah. Yeah. go? You've got to be really careful with your tone in that conversation too when you call SeaWorld. <laughs> we have like, your penguin. We have your penguin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sending you a fin in the mail. Wow. wow. Hey, Ebony, you said yeah. that you were jealous of our road trip. Would you like to come? Yes. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, I actually have the day off. This is oh, awesome. oh, it's Kismet. It's Kismet. Yay. It's meant to be, and what? you sound fun on a bus. Wow. Yay. Are you fun on a bus, Ebony? Yes, I am. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, bring a thank friend. You. you can come along. We'll see you on Friday. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. you. Almost ruined that for everybody, didn't I? Yeah. Well, you kind of did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Mm. No, I did. I ruined yeah. that for everyone. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I have a good memory. There was yeah. a big story in its day of the penguin. Just read the screen. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. We've just saved at least 60% of your day with the Stab Abby and Osha catch-up. You can save even more time by having 60% of your daily recommended protein in one power burrito from Zambrero.